0: This is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80, and today's episode is called Less is More. You know, I watched the Oscars Sunday night until Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actor, so that was like the first 20 minutes, I think. She's 64 years old, and in addition to acting, she has written several children's books. With, um, I think her illustrator is Lauren Cornell. It was gratifying to learn that other actors who might have been considered past their prime also won Oscars later that night. I'm glad for all of them. But I hadn't seen any of the movies, and I didn't want to stay up late watching actors give themselves awards. So I did other things. In fact, I think the last movie I saw in a theater was one of the Ant-Man movies. We went to that with our grandsons. You know, I actually liked it. But with COVID and everything, well, I just haven't seen anything else since. The point is, I think what we choose to see is important changes as we age. For instance, at age 80, video games are not a part of my daily life. I don't spend time thinking about them or figuring out how to play them, though I don't begrudge these to anyone who enjoys them. You know, I did hear an interesting new form of video game, where the task isn't to blow things up. The goal of these new games is to complete mundane tasks. Do you need to clean the fridge, wash the car, or clean a closet? Well, now there's a video game for that. I watched the news piece about this thinking, wait, you mean instead of actually cleaning the fridge or folding the laundry, I can virtually clean the fridge? Well, there are only so many hours in the day. What happens to the real fridge while I'm getting my virtual house spick and span? The older I get, the more I want to focus on the real world. For instance, getting back to awards. What if we had a yearly award show for the most welcoming soup kitchen or the most innovative orphanage or we gave awards for the best ideas for ending hunger or homelessness? Awards for people and organizations making real differences in people's everyday lives. I have a small booklet called Embracing Simplicity, written by retired pastor Donna Scoper. She spells her last name S C H A P E R. I think the pronunciation is Scoper. I don't think it's in print now, but Reverend Scoper has many other books like Alone But Not Lonely and Approaching the End of Life. I kept her little booklet because her writing is beautiful and full of wisdom. It's just 24 pages long. She talks about the toxic messages that often surround us and focused on three in particular. Myth number one is that more is better. Anyone who has ever eaten too much or had too much to drink knows that myth number one isn't true. The second myth is that there's not enough. When in reality, there is enough if each of us take only what we need. The third myth is that nothing can be done about it. So why bother? She says there's plenty we can do about it if we simplify our own lives. And she lists 12 steps to embracing a simpler life. My favorite is number 10, hope for hope. Hope simplifies the present, she says, because it flows into the future. You know, this simplicity of living in the moment can make art out of our everyday lives. We had a neighbor that lived across the street from us, and she was a wonderful, unique person. I remember when we first moved here, uh, we went into the local Panera restaurant. There she was at a table, and she had spread a little cloth on the table, had put a vase there with a couple of flowers, and had her own silverware, She often did this in restaurants. She made it an event. She was probably one of the kindest people I've ever met. And before she moved from the neighborhood a few years ago, she invited me to go with her to a beautiful park uh, right up the road from us. And she brought a basket with hot tea and a cloth and napkins. And I brought cookies. And we sat on a bench in the Japanese meditation garden with our cloth spread between us, the cookies and the hot tea. And we had a lovely time. She had made an art out of taking a moment and turning it into something beautiful. So this week, what I'd really like to think about is how I can take the moments that I have, no matter where they are, and turn those moments into something beautiful I'd like to take all of the things that aren't important to me and take those out of my life and put in things that do have meaning. Less is more. Thanks for joining me. This is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80 and I'd like to invite you to listen on Thursday when I have an author interview with Glynnis Nellis. Thank you.